Outdoor adventures won't wait for engine problems. Things like hard starts, rough performance, and lost fuel economy are often caused by fuel gum and varnish buildup. Seafoam can help your engine run better and last longer. Yeah, and it's easy to use, too. You just simply pour a can in your gas tank. Hunters and fishermen rely on Seafoam to keep their engines running the way it should all season long. So pick up a can of Seafoam today at your local auto parts store or visit SeafoamWorks.com to learn more. Market House has the cleanest, leanest, juiciest meat and seafood shipped to your home overnight. Expect the service of a local butcher and the convenience of a large supplier. Unlike many online butchers, you can grab just one meal's worth or lock in for a subscription box. Choose from grass-fed and grass-finished beef, American Wagyu, free-range poultry, grass-fed lamb, wild-caught king crab, seafood, and more. For 15% off your first order, use code COUNTRY at checkout. Just visit MarketHouse.com. That's M-A-R-K-E-T-H-O-U-S-E dot com. And use the code COUNTRY. For three days only, save up to 30% off bestsellers from First Light, FHF Gear, Phelps Game Calls, and the Meat Eater Store. They'll also have for sale the Bear Grease Trucker Hats and Camo. They're included in the sale and all the great gear on First Light. Whether you're fishing, shed hunting, scouting, sighting in rifles, or cutting lanes, your gear needs to keep up with all your spring and summer pursuits. The sale has you covered. Hurry, the sale ends May 16th. Shop now at firstlight.com. F-I-R-S-T-L-I-T-E.com. What's up, y'all? You're out in God's country with Dan and Reed Isbell, also known as the Brothers Hunt, where we take a weekly drive to the intersection of music and the outdoors. Two things that go together, like a mosquito and my arm. Like Ugg boots and yoga pants. Produced by Meat Eater and iHeart Podcast. So hop up and ride shotgun with us as we take the back roads with some of today's biggest stars and creators behind the songs you know and love. Today we had on Josh Thompson, super cool, really interesting guy. Cartwheeling. Songwriting. Money making. Four kid dadding. He is a good dad. He's a good dude. He's a good dad. He talked about deer it. Deer yeah, You can tell. He's a deer hunter. Um, Josh is a buddy of ours. We've written some songs together, and we know a lot about him, but it's cool to sit down in a podcast environment like this and, and talk to him for an hour or so and find out other things that, that you don't know that I think the listeners of this thing will really, really get into. I mean, he's written some monster songs, too. Dude, five times platinum. What was the Morgan Wallen? Wasted on you all of the time and all of this money. It's just one of them. He's got, He's got nine, nine number ones and one in the top five, and he'll get into all that in the interview. But uh, yeah, if you like the outdoors or you like music, stick around, and uh, and I hope you enjoy this podcast. Thanks for listening. To God's country. God's country, boy. All right, so we're here, man. <laughs> I knew you were gonna do all right, so well, you got to. Like, knew. all right, folks. Well, today, all right, guys. So, today I'll be skinning a deer. Just and, don't sound annoying, just don't sound like annoying. <laughs> I'm not annoying, you were the annoying one in this. Uh, all right, today we've got. See, I thought you were already doing the intro. I didn't think we were joshing immediately. Like you said, I thought we were supposed to talk about what we've been up to. We do, but <laughs> we're going to introduce this him as the... he's here sitting. We can't just not talk to him. This we're is gonna, the intro, we're going to introduce him. Like it. And then be like, hey, man, you can interject if you want to. That's what I'm going to say when we introduce him. And then we're going to start talking about <laughs> what we got going on. All right, man. Yeah. Um, okay. now, that was the intro. I think it was classic. <laughs> this is a pretty good intro, I feel like. Did you did you say his name already? Josh Thompson is in the room, is in the building today. Josh Crispy Cartwheel Thompson. Man. Crispy Cartwheel. <laughs> we'll get into that here. later. Don't give away too much. Well, that's just where he goes. That's just the um, <laughs> So this is this is the first this is like the first one that we're doing. So so we are in a place and we're in Music Row, Nashville, Tennessee, in a uh, little pub house. I guess you can call it a pub house. It's got a studio in it and some podcast rooms. People There's probably don't even know what a pub house is, dude. They probably think it's like a bar. Publishing. It's a little yeah, publishing. Right. Thanks, Josh. It's a uh, just a little house on on music row but but it's legit today like we've got cameras there's other people in the room like this is this a is, pro this is a pro oh, yeah, yeah. A, a five time platinum songwriter Ooh, nine yeah. number ones got five one time? in the top five right now going on number oh. 10 i didn't i didn't know that i didn't know he was where'd rich. you get these stats I didn't know from he was so rich We've actually done a little bit of research because we get like we get papers now that have your information on them that somebody got from somebody that 
you know but didn't know that they wow. gave us the five times that's platinum? why you're ccw dude crispy cartwheel dude yeah. <laughs> yeah. i like ccw platinum. a whole lot dude. <laughs> five <laughs> times five times dude you gotta do it like this five times five times um all right let's that. let's start talking. i think Dan, it's more let's, than that but it's whatever let's and interject if you want to like i said <laughs> it is more it's way more than that dude that's probably on one song no, I'm saying, yeah, one song. I, I'm just reading from the notes. Dude. I don't know. We don't know your stats. Jeez. I don't know. Your, I don't have your rookie card. You like your card at my house. <laughs> um, Dan, just got back from Europe. How was that? Man, it was not America. <laughs> dude, we might have some European listeners, maybe. Well, I just wonder, like, in this go situation, easy. go easy. Would you, yeah, should I just, is this a, is this like Instagram where we just highlight all the good things about it? Or do, are we dude, telling the I truth? I think we're being, we're, doing, we're being honest. It rains bro. a lot. It rains a lot. People are super nice. Tell everybody where you went. Well, now and that you, I'm and back, you, and what I you can doing. tell the, I haven't, I haven't really told anybody because I didn't, there's a weird thing, and I don't think this is like a prepper of me, but like, I don't necessarily want people to know when I'm out of town. Does that make sense? Like, I don't advertise because you two, we live kind of out in the sticks, right? So if the whole world knows that I'm gone and my pretty wife and kids are at home by themselves for a month or and, two. And it's deer season. And there's tractors out there with deer keys in, in the back. them, four-wheelers, stuff that I, I just don't necessarily want people knowing that I'm out of town. So I haven't really advertised it. I went on the road with uh, Luke for a year, and uh, we went to... Australia for a month, and then we went to Europe for a month, and got to hunt a little bit in Australia. Well, I say Australia is actually New Zealand. We did a. Um, Do you shoot a kangaroo? I had the opportunity, and I and I declined, dude. I don't think I could either. It just felt oh, a no. little. You blast one, wouldn't you? Like shooting Clifford. You know what I mean? Like yeah, it just didn't. I don't know. I, I didn't get the thing. I just feel like it would be a cool full mount piece, especially if. Agreed. You could like put a kid in the pouch. But here's the, <laughs> you know, dude, you uh, want like you, you want could. a full mount kangaroo in the uh, corner of your house that you could put things in the pouch. Like, like, like if a, this, like is, how like, old if is, this the is your writer's in. room and like there's a kangaroo here and you've got you said, uh, like a guitar a, in it, a tuner oh. and your capo, uh, okay, and some picks. I be like, immediately I'm get regret over not here. shooting a kangaroo. Uh, I'm or like my coffee cups in there, like double warmer, and you can hit a button and a little baby kangaroo head just goes. See now, uh, yeah, well, I mean, yeah, that's next level. Well, you could do it with a possum. A possum's also a marsupial, but a tiny, like pouch. a little tiny. Just kind of merge the the. Cultures you get like of... one guitar pick and a possum. Well, here's pouch. here's what Just I do. Around trying to find it for <laughs> ten minutes. One pick. Yeah. <laughs> Hold on, give me a second. Anybody <laughs> got a capo on bar? Actually, uh, I do. Here's right, the, the thing. The here's pouch. the thing. Is like there are no licenses there, dude. There, like, I don't, I don't understand that. I, I didn't either. And matter of fact, I was nervous because the guy was kind of talking back and forth. Here's how it works. Luke goes, hey, man, we're going to New Zealand. Let's go on stag hunt. I was like, cool. I'm going to do the best I can do to make sure that it's not like a high fence right. deal. So I start doing my research. I sneak into SCI, which is Safari Club International, when they were here. Literally sneak in. Literally snuck in, pretending like I was serving barbecue. <laughs> Met a dude. I got a free that. pass. Snuck in. Don't tell them. We might get in trouble for that. I think you just did. Man. I snuck in. Uh, I meet this guy. He's super cool. Seems like a dude that like where I could spend four or five days with. You know what I mean? Because that's a, right. dude. That's hard to do. Right. It's hard to just jump in the truck with a random something. New Zealander. No, no doubt. No yeah. doubt. So he was super cool. Kind of like Crocodile Dundee and sick. That's one probably fifty percent why I was into it. That's not a knife. Yeah. Exactly. That's a knife. It's even. It's even. <laughs> what, is, what, what are you saying? A knife. Look, he yeah. don't even know, dude. He don't know. He were. He's too young. Too young. You don't know Dundee. What crocodile Dundee? Yeah. What What did he What did he look like? Bro, he had the hat with the crocodile belt around. <laughs> Everybody the top. knows that. Give me something specific. <laughs> uh, I almost said that he got poked in the heart by a stingray, but that's that's <laughs> and that's nothing to laugh about. I told you you didn't know. That's, uh, that's Steve Irwin. Steve Irwin. Dude. Yeah. No, dude. I remember crocodile Dundee. Movies. Okay. Okay. No. So. We fly in. I kind of start freaking out before we land because I'm like, I don't know. I don't. We're on the other side of the world. I don't know what we're getting into. Right. Right. We land. You can't have guns over there. Like they, you have to have like a specific. I think it would be the equivalent to us having like our carry permit here. Except over there, it's just to have a gun. Period. Rifles, shotguns, anything. Yeah. So, me and this guy, he's awesome. He's like, I got this. Basically, the way it works is he's got six or seven mega tracks of land leased. And then he guides those places, right? Because I'd never really, we hadn't really done much 
like guided stuff. I don't know how that works. But being as we were on the other side of the world, it was like, I don't, we, got, we, we don't have two weeks to go figure it out. Right. We had three days to hunt, you know? Mm-hmm. So, super cool. We get in the truck. We're driving around the Southern Alps, snow everywhere. We're just like, dude, where are we at? Although it was a mega small truck. They don't have like F 150s over there, dude. It's like, check out me, you. And it's a dang Ranger. Why don't they have big trucks? Is there a reason? Like, is there a reason they don't have full size? I don't know. I, don't, I really don't know the answer to that. I think maybe they just, because they're an island and they're in the middle of nowhere, it's hard to ship stuff. So I say, I think they probably, like, they, the, the dude even said, like, if you're mega rich, you can pay to have one because they build them, the, the, the steering wheel's on the other side. Mm-hmm. And you drive on the opposite side of the road. Apparently, they there's a place over there that, like, uh, Nissan makes a truck that's, like, a badass, like, even a more badass version of a Tacoma. Well, Nissan doesn't make a Tacoma, so. Toyota, my bad, dude. Whatever. Um, I had one. Strike one. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but apparently there's a there's a truck that, that is like a way badass version of a Tacoma that we can't have in the States for some reason. Huh. But it's like, it's an, it's like got a pipe coming out the top. It's like, that's yeah, what this it's was. It's a hunting truck. That's what this was. Literally built think, as a hunting truck. I think it was a Ford. And so Luke's in the front, like I'm in the back. Carlson's right here. Harper, no, Harper was right beside me. And then Carlson, dude, we were stuck in that back seat, and this dude's doing like 90 around these mountains. And I'm occasionally, I get car sick bad, dude. So I'm like having to roll the window down, like, okay, right here. And I mean, it was, and it, and it was an hour every day there and an hour back. That's how far we went to this different tracks of land. So we get in there, we're looking, we see this one stag like way up the hill. With a couple of Hines, I think that's what they're called, Hines or the Does. Hines 57. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and yeah, so we yeah. were like, we're, you know, I mean, so like we're trying to take care of that kid first, right? So I'm like, well, maybe we go after him. And they're like, oh, I don't know. He's kind of in a bad spot. So we move around. So that afternoon we find some. Um, the way it works is it's this big plot of private and then it's surrounded by public. And the public gets hounded. So it pushes a lot of these. And he, he was like kind of saving this one ranch for us you know so it pushed all the animals in luke ends up taking a great stag carlson the security guard takes a stag i want to do something a little different so i shot a tar and dude it was it was arguably in the top three hunts of my life and that's awesome and the reason is because they have this stuff oh come on dan what's it called it's not vegemite that's what you eat over there Metagary. I knew I knew it. Metagary is what it's called. Metagary is how they say it. So it's basically like I'll have to look that up. This super thick, thorny brush that's uh can be up to five, six feet tall. So there's we have a basically like a mile uphill hike of that. And dude, it's just like grabbing you, shredding you, shredding the jacket. We get up there, we see the tar, it tucks into this Metagary, right? So the guy's like, man, I think he's in this little section here. Once we top that ridge, we'll be able to find him. Do we top the ridge or belly crawl up to the top of the ridge, lay out flat, prone position, can't find him. 20 minutes goes by, and he goes, I think I caught him. And I'm like, what? He's like, he's right. So he gives me the coordinates. I put the scope on where I think he's talking about. Can't see nothing. I'm like, dude, he's not there. He's like, yeah, that's right. That's right. You see that? White bush to the left, blah, blah, blah. So, basically, he finds this thing tucked in that Metagary. If I have spent 24 hours in broad daylight with the highest power binoculars <laughs> on a tripod, I wouldn't have found this animal, dude. Like, it was the first time I was like, okay. Like, I, I get why this guy does. Like, why, why you pay this guy to do this? Because right. I would have never found the thing. So, no idea what a tar is. It's kind of like a. It's kind of like that, except a mountain goat. Isn't that a cow? Yeah, it's a longhorn cow, but it's got like the long hair. Yeah, the, the antlers go back like this, kind of like the. Anyway, I lay there for an hour with him in the scope, trying to find a, a shot. Right, and so we eventually see like there's a there's a branch that kind of wise, and he's like, if you'll hang on the right, why that branch? And if you can put it right in there, you're going to shoulder this animal. And I'm like, man, is his head going this? I mean, it was so bad that I would I would be looking at him in the scope, sat down to rest my eyes, and come back up and couldn't find it. Right. I mean, it was it was unbelievable. So anyway, takes an hour to shoot. I finally calmed down enough, slip it in there. He falls. It's it was just and it was like a ten year old ram. It was 
it was mega cool man that's awesome man. yeah and it was in the alps and I'll show you pictures of it later. But that's what I've been up to. I've been traveling the world. Europe was not as cool. We didn't go on a hunt, so that probably has a lot to do with it. It's also very rainy. Um, but no licenses in New Zealand. You can yeah, literally hit the ground. The problem is finding an animal to hunt. You can't just, like, right. pop down and find something. Like, they're back way up in this, right? you know. So, But no licenses. And the trouble with shooting a kangaroo is you'd have to pay to ship that thing back. And that is not cheap, bro. I bet. It ain't worse. Really, yeah, especially coming from over there. All right, now that Dan took up half our podcast time with that story. Well, um, it's been real, boys. Yeah, good to have you, yeah, Josh. Man. Thanks for hey, coming yeah, by, yeah, special guest. You asked luck. what I've been up to. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I didn't ask what everything you've been up to. <laughs> uh, no, you we, you got back. It's in the middle of deer season. We're close to the rut. It's 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 kind of it's Josh. You us. live a little bit northern northern er. Is that a word? Northerner? Yeah, northerner. Than, he than actually is a northerner. Actually, yeah. Um, well, I'm what, like are your, a what are you doing? Where, where oh wait, is, is there a difference? Is there a yeah. difference between a Midwesterner and a Northerner? For I sure, mean, dude. I I guess, yeah. Actually, yeah. I don't know either. I mean, it's kind of North Midwestern. I think I'm just a person, like we're yeah, all absolutely, people. dude. What are you doing? <laughs> I'm not what, doing, what I'm doing, not deer, doing deer wise. Uh, my deer are uh, roaming about freely, um, unharmed. Untouched, not and being hunted because you got kids at home. Worried about a single thing <laughs> is what they're doing. Uh, the deer, the the bucks are the I don't. The bucks are chasing. Yeah, they've been for a week. So every, you're saying every chasing. Doe, you're calling. You're going straight to chasing. They're like, I mean, nose to butt. Really? Yeah. You got every like, every doe that has a buck. You got it might one, be a like, spike. You but. got one. Do you have one you're thinking about? Like a big deer. I'm thinking about all the big deer, yeah. Yeah. but yes, yeah. There's a well. I sent y'all that picture of that. Uh, yeah, he's a good one. Little chubby. It's, uh, I think he's an 11. He he may be a 12. It's kind of a blurry picture. I would like him, but there's a there's a really big non typical back there, and it's also like why didn't that, you send us a picture of him? There, I don't have him. Oh, I don't have a picture of it. How do you know? But he's it's back? also you yeah. That's awesome. It's also that time of year where, like, you're going to see something that you sure. that's from two farms away. So, yeah, yeah it feels there's like this... big bucks back there, man. I've I've been passing like you know I passed like a really nice seven the other day. Just good you know, for you. I dude. was telling him like twenty year old me would would kill me for the deer that I pass up. That's awesome. You know, well, how old do you think he was? Like a good strong three year old, yeah, good four year old. Maybe I mean he might have been. He was probably three and a half. Yeah, I don't think he was any older than that. It feels like it'll be talk, awesome next year. We yeah. talked about this before we turn the mics on and everything. It feels like in Tennessee, with our deer season, there's a line that comes through Nashville, and the deer above that line, an east to west line, yeah, east to west line running um, might be forty actually. You could just call forty the line, Interstate forty. The deer above that line rut two weeks before the deer because we're south of 40 a bit and our deer aren't i mean there's you're, you're gonna see some sign like they're 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 scraping the ground they're rubbing on some trees does are starting to get a little like you're seeing young does by themselves and, right. and they're starting to get a little skeptic of, of of what's around them and stuff but and new bucks are showing up on pictures so and that's what i was gonna say is like it feels like the time that right now is the time you get pictures of new deer walking yeah, through and, and for just sure cruising around seeing what's up and I don't like we've both talked about this because we had spotted we had fawns with spots on them like brand newborn yeah. full-fledged spots in August. So yeah. gestation period like technically and like a ton of them this year. It was really weird. So technically those deer weren't bred until like January, maybe even February of yeah. last year. Yeah. But they're acting like it's game on. Like, totally. I don't know. Like, are they like dudes at the tin roof on a Friday night that are just going from girl to girl? Like, maybe they'll get lucky and like they're not. It's just not time. I don't, I don't know. know. I'm not a deerologist. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Is there a, do we have a rut? <laughs> is there, is, there, is it, is the, like, if it was a buck's choice, they would always be in rut. That's true. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So that's, I mean, that's kind of what we've been doing is, is all of us have young kids. We're just trying to find time to get in the woods. There is a weird, we, we talked about this before, there is a weird balance of like being an outdoorsman and a hunter in hunting season and a dad to two babies under two. I feel a pressure as a hunter to be in the stand as well as a pressure as a dad to be at home. And I so get it's how a ludicrous. Weird, that's, and this is the first time I'm ever having to deal with That's like, what I'm trying to figure out the balance between being like a good dad and a good hunter at the same time because this morning, 
Well, it's I not even gone. being a good hunter. It's like that. That's okay. that's okay. in Solid you to, to be out there. Solid though. point. Yeah, but, it's it, not, but it's not about hunting. It's about it's about being in the right. outdoors. It's being out there. Yeah, it's, it's just being like if I killed a giant in the first fifteen minutes, like my soul would still long to be spend more time in the woods. No doubt, man. You, Solid you, point. You have to have it. It's it's, it's food yeah. for yourself. I literally thought this morning at eight o'clock at eight o'clock this morning I had done more. Like 20-year-old me versus 40-year-old me, right? I just turned 40. Thank you. You look good, man. Thanks, dude. And how old are you? I'm 45. Oh, thank God. So <laughs> I... Uh, Y'all are old, man. I thought, what would 20-year-old me be doing, have done during the day at 8 o'clock versus 40? Dude, I've changed two diapers. I've cooked breakfast. I've uh, put hair in a ponytail. I've had, you know, already like helped... <laughs> Everyone get bathed and ready for school. Twenty year old me wouldn't even been awake, dude. Right, dude. For another, what time is it right now? I don't. I wouldn't even be awake right now. Yeah. Or actually, I would. I probably have hunted this morning. Come back, taking a nap, eating whatever I wanted. Two Big Macs for two dollars. Big Mac. Two Big Macs for six dollars. Love. Big and Mac. then go hunting that afternoon. <laughs> but, I, I, dude, I wouldn't trade where I'm at in life with my family or anything for any of that. I, I'll let you. Let me preface that. I just feel like Amen. you have to be more more strategic with your time. That's true. No doubt. Instead of, mm-hmm. we used to go to North Missouri and just hunt for a month. Literally. Right. We yeah. would just take November off and just go sit in a tree stand for a month. Dude. But that's something yeah. you don't, you don't know that until you're in it, dude. Which is part of life. Like you, you don't know how to go about something until you are in the trenches of it, figuring it out. And that's, I feel like that's where I'm at with this thing that we're talking about. How old are your kids? Uh, 10, 6, 4, and going to be 2. November 24th. <laughs> You've been in it for a minute. How are you here right now, dude? How are you alive? I don't I mean, I, I'm thriving, buddy. Are you? Yeah. Tell us about dude, the Five times platinum. No, five, on one five song. X, That's one song. Five X platinum. On I think that song, is one X. song. For three days only, save up to 30% off bestsellers from First Light, FHF Gear, Phelps Game Calls, and the Meat Eater Store. They'll also have for sale the Bear Grease trucker hats and camo. They're included in the sale and all the great gear on First Light. Whether you're fishing, shed hunting, scouting, sighting in rifles, or cutting lanes, your gear needs to keep up with all your spring and summer pursuits. The sale has you covered. Hurry, the sale ends May 16th. Shop now at firstlight.com. F-I-R-S-T-L-I-T-E.com. Hey, uh, do we, should we get in? Should we start talking to Josh like he's a guest here? Or I'm not, so? I'm, I'm, I'm enjoying the, uh, I mean, I'll, we could talk let's about do, kids. Uh, and let's talk, let's let's refer to him as CCW from now on instead of Josh. Let's do, let's like get to CCW, CCW in call. Yeah. I do want to say, I do want to talk about like one thing, Dan, right quick. The drive in this morning was crazy for me because, what? because the opportunity to get to do this podcast with Meat Eater and iHeart is something that. Moving to town and being a fan of Meat Eater. And, and literally, me and my wife were talking about this. Ten years ago, we were on a living on a houseboat in, on Percy Priest. Yeah. Watching Meat Eater episodes, being like, dude, that's that would be awesome. You know, yeah. Like, like that, For sure. that kind of thing would be cool. Dreaming about writing songs. Mm-hmm. Dreaming about hunting big deer in the West or, or big deer in Missouri or Kansas or wherever. Um, I just want to say I'm just super grateful and thankful for this opportunity to be a part of God's Country podcast and GC. And do you know what's called God, God's Country? I I do now. Dude, that's yeah, great. God's Country. That's great, man. Well, you're you're in God's God's country. But how wild is that? How wild is it that like just like take a, take a second to kind of so, let that soak in? <laughs> it's man. wild. I do think we knew we were going to end up somewhere. You know, as far as musically, prison. <laughs> Uh, I don't want to have avoided that, thank God. <laughs> have you ever been to prison? No. Can you imagine if ever been to prison? Yeah. County oh, jail. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. what I'm in county jail. Mm-hmm. For what? Man. Come on, man. Can things. you say it or no? More than once? Um, More than once? Yeah. Was well, this in, was, well, was this in Wisconsin? Most of them are, were overnights, and then like I would get processed out. But like I was, I was a troubled youth. But and, but it was for like while you were cutting cartwheels. It was. I mean, this was like later, oh, like 19, okay. 20, 21, okay. 22, 23, okay, 30, 35. Okay. But there was like good old boy. I mean, one was like. You know, we were shining deer and had and we're drinking beer. Oh no! Okay, and like one of the people in my truck, one of my cousins happened to be like sixteen, 
and I was 18. So I got distributing alcohol to a minor, even though I was a minor as far as drinking goes. <laughs> I was like, work? I that's don't tough. understand this. So <laughs> that's that's a double whammy got, right there. <laughs> I got sentenced to six days in the Delta County Jail in the, in the Upper Peninsula of Michigan. Six days. Yeah, I had to sell. I had a F two fifty, like a heavy duty one ton that was like pumpkin orange and like i had to i loved it and i had to sit out of uh board out 400 i'd sell it to like pay for ouch so, yeah Dang. not even like to move to national buy a guitar Did like, you get a tattoo? You you get, no for a tattoo? for distributing alcohol to the minor as a minor i was like i, I don't understand that anyways what a yeah six days I did it. Standing <laughs> on my head. <laughs> uh, how about you? Like, that's a good leeway into you going to jail. So you're from. It was, yeah, it was, it was like just, it was just uh, like a county jail. Everybody she was in there for, the everybody was in there for drinking, drinking, driving or whatever. <laughs> the same thing. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Uh, all right. Give us a little, give us a little, you're from Wisconsin. Yeah. Give us a little backstory on your life there and. Like, well, he was into gymnastics. And quit Sorry. talking. I just, <laughs> let I just really guess, want him to talk. Let our guest talk. He's got a thing about the gymnastics, so we're just going to address the elephant in the room. <laughs> when did you get into gymnastics? How old were you? <laughs> I was... Uh, Looking at you. I was... Just knowing him, hey, I will I say this. You, I will say this is a behind-the-scenes little tidbit. When we walked in, me and Sam, who's here, kind of we talk, We talked about Josh last time. I'm from Wisconsin. He's like, oh, I knew some a guy that was a gymnast. When Josh walked in, he goes, hey, he's like, hey, nice to meet you. He goes, were you in the Olympics? No. <laughs> that was the first question. That was the first question. We all just died out laughing. Josh was like, I should have been. I should have. He's I like, feel I feel like, like an Olympian. I do. I feel like an Olympian every day. All right, so tell, uh, tell so us the I was four. So according to my parents, I, I was four. And I was like, apparently like wildish. <laughs> like I was... You know, I had got stitches, like bouncing, like hitting like a sconce, and like I was just tearing up the house. So Uncontrollable. The, yeah. I mean, yeah. I was just, I yeah. was a boy. Yeah. Yeah, man. I was a, doing boy things, you know, no. like being a little dude. And uh, the doctor suggested that they put me on Ritalin or do a sport. And it was the middle of winter, so like there was no sports. So they're like, "We'll take him to gymnastics. He can run around, flip around, yada yada yada, burn some energy." Thank God they didn't put me on Ritalin. So yeah, yeah, yeah honestly, I did it, and like, and then it like turned into this thing, and like I ended up being like really good at it, and like won like state champion a couple times. What was your what was your comp like? Were you like swinging on the bars? Were you flipping I mean, across the, the mat? All what six, it? all six. Uh, what? What male the events? There's <clears throat> high bar. Um, there's the floor, the vault, the pommel horse, the rings, and the Dude, this is kind of blowing my mind. The, the That's what I said bars. blew my mind when I did my research that you didn't do. I was shocked. Look at my marked up papers over here with <laughs> okay. all of our information. <laughs> I so was you shocked. would literally like Simone Biles it across the floor, hit, bounce, and do flips. Uh, yeah, well, yeah, I mean, minus the Simone Biles part, but yeah. <laughs> Uh, that's like one of the greatest I mean, could you cut, Yeah, I mean, you know. But <laughs> could you cut a backhand spring right now if we walked outside? I mean, I would probably break my back, okay. but I could do it, yeah. <laughs> Broken backhand That spring. is impressive. That's impressive to me. I'm just saying. Broke did you enjoy it? Back. Did you enjoy it? I did until it was like, until it was, I mean, I was like 13 or 14. And we we're I was at the gym six days a week, like four hours a night, and I was like Dedication. gotten to the point where I was like, I wanna deer hunt and chase girls. Yeah. That's what I wanna do. Yeah. Like I don't yeah. if I got a scholarship to go to college for doing gymnastics, that'd be great. But I don't even know if I wanna go to college. So And at that time you were well, you were helping your dad pour concrete, right? Yeah. And I was like, at 15, I was making, you know, $15 an hour cash pouring concrete for my dad's company. So, like, at 15, I was loaded. Oh, you know, loaded. You know, dude. not, you know. Balling. Yeah. yeah. I mean, so I was like. What else? Why would I, I want to do anything I else? got a car, you yeah. know, early because I had money. I got, like, a Jeep Cherokee. And I was like, when I hit 16, it's like, I'm going to go be a, a young teen and spread my wings go and, to jail and go to jail yeah, yeah man and, yeah. and that yeah. happened and you distribute to, to a minor dude yeah that's what you want to do just, that's what i want that's why i'm gonna grow up and distribute beer to minors <laughs> so that's like that's that's when you're 16 to to what age like at at what point because there was a time in there little birdie told me that 
you were trying to trying to go out to Alaska a little bit. I was. So I uh, I did the concrete thing, got out of high school and went to like pouring concrete like heavy highway, like doing like the you know, the the big time union concrete job. Was that and still so, with your dad or was No, this was like okay. big big crew, big road crew. So I was pouring concrete. We did like Miller Park. We did all the concrete in like Miller Stadium. And so it was like December. I remember, I can't remember the day, but it was December and I was downtown. It was 4.30 in the morning and I was uh, getting ready to pour concrete in my Carhartt suit and like freezing. And I was like, I don't want to do this. <laughs> I don't want to do this forever. It's not... Not cool. The money's great, but I was like, "This I mean, is you, like, can this you put is, yourself, this is pretty dumb." Can you like, put yourself in that spot right now? Like, yeah, you know, I right can. I remember. So I went home and I told my mom, "I was like, I want to go to college for uh, natural resources. Like, I don't want to like just you do it, and I'll go. Otherwise, I'm gonna change my mind and like I don't want to spend a lot of time like figuring it all out." So she did it. You know, she en- enrolled me in a uh, associate's degree program in. My goodness, Oshkosh, maybe. Wait, Osh- I thought two that years. was a baby brand. Osh- Oshkosh, but gosh, yeah, it's Wisconsin. Is, did it come that's from a there? real yeah. place? Mm-hmm. Did you remember those Oshkosh, but gosh, yeah. Yeah. overalls? Yeah, dude, that's from there. Yeah, that blows yeah. my mind too. Where's the where Bagosh come from? That's the brand. I guess it just rhymes. I don't know. Bagosh, Bagosh, Bagosh. You just shorten it to Bu. I don't. I don't. I don't know what you're from there, dude. What's up? I, there, there is no bagosh that I know okay. of. It's okay. just gosh, gosh. Thanks for clearing it up. So yeah, I did that, and then like I graduated, and I was like, I really want to go to Alaska and like do something. I don't know what. Just be out there. Uh, yeah. yeah. So what I did, I was like, I had a plan. I so I moved into the woods as, as part of this wilderness guide program with an Ojibwa elder. How cool and, is like, this, dude? And this guy's cool. After that, I was going to go get my pilot license. So I moved into Nicolay National Forest and lived in a wigwam with like eight other people for the year and like learned how to start a fire with bow drill and like I would Paiute deadfall trap mice and like I ate a bunch of mice and like we would like get free roadkill deer because we weren't allowed to hunt because of... Were you in a cult? No. Okay, okay. (laughs) No, but I I did a lot of like, but it was, it was, it was great to like learn. But you did a lot of, what were you... Cocaine or what were you about to say right there? You no, ate a lot no, of- there was oh, no. He, he ate mice. It was great. I okay. ate a lot of mice. How old were you when this is going on? Yeah, how does college happen? I was like that? 22. And like I'd been, I had a guitar. I'd been playing guitar since I was 21 is when I got a guitar. And so like that was always like a thing to me, but I didn't know how much of a thing. So yeah, it's just, yeah, just something to do. Not much room for a guitar in a wigwam. Yeah, mm-hmm. I went and I applied to 300 volunteer jobs all over the U.S. to get my foot in the door. And, like, one of them was, like, you pay your own way to Kodiak Island and you have to run blue crab traps for, like, six months where you have to pay your own food and, like, you're doing it all and you have to, like, do this. And I'm, like, nobody's stupid enough to, like, go live in a cabin by themselves on Kodiak and run blue crab traps. Yeah, that sounds... But all these positions got filled with dudes with master's degrees. So I didn't get a job. I went back home. I poured concrete for another year, saved my money to move to Nashville. This is post-college. Yeah. Before we get into the music thing, where where did your love for, or the passion for that wild... Like, like where did that spark come from to say, hey, man, I want to move to Alaska. I want to move out to the woods and live in a wigwam for a year. Yeah. Like, I mean, where I did still that, do. Where did that... <laughs> yeah. Same. No, absolutely. I feel that. But where did that passion come from? Was, was that like a young from, thing? Have you yeah. Been, well, you were started hunting when you were young. Was that from your dad, from your uncles? It what, was, what was uh, my grandpa who lived in... He's from... Um, Oscar. Canada. Oh. But his family moved to Upper Michigan uh, during the Depression, and they lived on this 120-acre farm. And, like, they had to live off the land, you know, during the Depression. So um, he just, like, he lived out in the middle of nothing, and I just fell in love with it. And he would teach me how to snare rabbits and spear fish. And, like, I just— You're cooler than I thought you were. I mean, mean, you're Way cooler. You're way cooler now. Could you do it right now? Could you move to, like, woods and do, like, live? Could you win Survivor? Yeah, that's what I'm. Or neck and afraid. Yeah. Maybe not naked. I couldn't. Uh, oh, man. They would, they don't know. Naked and afraid, they put you in a, like the junk. Like, I don't do. Like, I don't know. Like, it would have to be like, they would have to put me in they an put environment the, I'm comfortable with. There you go. Yeah. They'd put you in like the, I don't do the jungle, man. There's some weird things in the jungle. <laughs> 
the greatest. Some stuff going on. There, John. <laughs> no doubt. I don't, I don't never. I, I kind of never want to go. My thing is the bugs, yeah. dude. I think I could swing it if it wasn't for the bugs, bro. I hate getting I've bit seen, by bugs. I've, yeah, yeah, I've, I've seen, seen a dude quit because of mosquito bites and a sunburn, like on that. On and oh, that, your ginger that, ass, you'd be burned oh, dude, twenty I'm, minutes. Yeah, I mean, if they put me anywhere close to the equator. I'm. I ain't even going. I'm just gonna quit. <laughs> get out of the truck. Just get yeah, back. Yeah, yeah. I'm out. I'm out. But yeah, I mean, I just it was uh, the being out in the woods was very like, I don't know. It was my happy place. So you did you deer hunt your whole like childhood? I I did, and it's amazing that I still deer hunt now because we deer hunted in in Michigan and like around corn piles and like you would sit for two weeks and you would never see one deer hmm. you know it's rough brutal do you do any other hunting do you do any turkey hunting or fishing no or? we never did any i didn't turkey hunt till i moved down here did a lot of fishing yeah. um and some like rabbit and squirrel and that's about it yeah do you feel the pull even now to like either go back to michigan or to go somewhere do you feel that pull out of nashville or is this a home for good this this is home i mean my family's here we're in an awesome spot i do like sometimes miss i don't mean like the deer hunting here is better than where we hunted in michigan hmm. it's just i don't know it's i could see eight nine ten deer in a two-hour morning here sure like you could never do that there that's crazy man i mean i still for a long time i mean before i guess i would say music worked for me my backup plan was like, dude, I'm I'm out, dude. I'm just gonna go to Montana or, or Alaska and just kind of hide out. I mean, there was a time in my life where like I just accepted I wasn't gonna get married. Music right. wasn't gonna work, yeah. and so I was just gonna <laughs> and I live off the land. Like, yeah, I was just gonna cool. go. Yeah, I mean, yeah. you probably remember. I talk, I mean, I talked about it all the time. Yeah. Just like obsessed with like getting, and still to this day, I guess that's why I asked. Is I. I still deal with that pull a little bit to just kind of the city's gross, dude. The city, not necessarily Nashville. Nashville's a great city, but just traffic and people. Yeah, you know, it's, what it's, I mean? gro- it's gross and to dudes business. like us. It's gross to dudes. That's like what us. I mean. I, I, there is a there is a the you know. There's a lot of people that love it. Absolutely, yeah. no doubt. And I mean, would it be cool to live like above like losers like for a night? That'd be like awesome, you know. But like, you <laughs> kids. Yeah. In the summer when nothing's going on, yeah, yeah, yeah. we all kind of live outside of town though. We don't, we don't necessarily live in Nashville. We all, I mean, this was a forty-five, fifty-minute drive for me just to yeah. be downtown. Me too. Well, it's because of who we are. Like, like we, dude, we lived on a houseboat for what four years, and then got the opportunity to move downtown, and we lasted six months because we couldn't handle it. <laughs> dude, we literally could, the Bristol. I mean, like. 500 yards and we were like man this is a is a super nice like flat you know like the city thing man above right. it was literally above losers pretty much yeah pretty and much. it's across the street from virginia and dude it was just like dude i miss the boat man right i miss i miss because that is that's me that's yeah. us like that's that's where that's where i feel at home that's where i, I debated living on a boat and that's awesome man it was awesome until it got cold yeah yeah it was pretty rough when it was cold it's like your sewage would freeze up and Bro, at least you had a bed to sleep in. I slept in, True. You slept in the, the v. v hole the yeah, size of that table v right there. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. So uh, now you guys point. are like rich. That's like awesome. Dude, I don't have five times platinum, bro. You yeah, got I five only have four times. You got five so. times platinum. I got three times platinum. Four, four times. I'm three times. You're three? Yeah, three yeah, times? Yeah, dude. Or are we adding them all up or is it just one song? I mean, I only got one song, so three We're times. We're not adding them all up. You can add them all up. Let's let him add them all up. Yeah. Speaking of five times platinum hit songwriter, yeah. you start playing. What what made you pick up a guitar? <laughs> he said, "Yeah, uh, Merle Haggard." Huh? Oh, what's your favorite Merle Haggard song? Oh man, I couldn't even. If you just had to pull, what's the first one that pops up? Take a lot of pride in what I am. I mean, I don't know. Red Bandana. Like, I mean, there's there's too many. Anyways, I just there was something about. I'm a big city guy, by the way. I love I love so, big city. Oh. There was something about his music that was just like, I don't know. It was like this, it was genius lyric, but it was like something about being like, uh, allowing himself to be so vulnerable. It wasn't like this, I'm the greatest, like love is awesome. It was like, you know, he went to prison and like he, yeah. he sang about it and it was like real. I am and who it was I am, like, this is yeah. my life. Yeah. And I was like, man, I want to do that. So when I, I got a guitar so I could sing Merle Haggard songs around a campfire. Wow. Were you singing before? Did you even know you could sing? Oh, I mean, no. I mean, not really. I mean, I would sing like 
to the radio. Yeah. Yeah. I still don't know if I can sing. Oh, shut <laughs> up, dude. You you Mr. Record Dale. Dude. You little <laughs> yeah. Is that what you do? Yodel? So what? at what point you do concrete, you want to move to Alaska, that ain't going to happen. Right. So, so you're like, dude, I'm moving to Nashville. Yeah. I'm, I'm gone. I was like, I'd written like probably 80 songs, like all horrible. You by know yourself? The, yeah. You know, you know the deal. I mean, I do, but you wrote 80 songs by yourself? Between the, between the age of 21 and 25, you know, yeah. so not like the that's time, still That's but, a lot of songs. That's a big schedule myself. A, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, man, but that's like, they yeah. were horrible. Anyways, I moved to Nashville, so I was like, I'm doing it. No clue how the business worked. No clue. No, no clue. Did, did, you, did, you, have, did you know anybody? Did you have any connections? I didn't know anybody. And like my dad, who's he passed away in, in 2006, but he was like the only one that was like, bro, go. Huh. Really? He was like, "Go!" Isn't that like, cool? Like, like that's kind of a familiar thing, man. I mean, yeah. I mean, that I, they me. to get yeah. it. Like, my mom was kind of like, "Oh, honey, you'll be like, we'll see yeah. you in a little bit." And like, my brother-in-law is like, "You're gonna, you're gonna move to Nashville to write hits." He's like, "You need to buy a house, yeah, and get a job here." I mean, I had a job and keep working and like make something of yourself. And I was like, "Okay." Yeah, what'd your dad say? I want to know. I want to know what your dad He's said. like, go. He's like, you're not doing anything here. Like, there's no sense for you to stay here unless you like basically like sell your guitar and just like keep pouring concrete. He's yeah. like, go, Man. do something. It's good to have somebody like. It's a blessing to have somebody like that to kind of push you. Yeah, mine did the same thing. I passed three of the four tests it takes to sell insurance, and I came <laughs> home and I was like, God, I failed that one. And Dad was like. Thank God, dude. He was like, bro, what are you doing, man? He's like, you're not going to sell insurance. Like, what are you doing? He was like, look, man, if you'll just go try it. He literally said this. He's like, if you'll just go try Nashville. I was like, how am I supposed to try, dude? I don't know, I don't know money. I got nothing. He was like, I'll pay for your first year. And he was like, if it doesn't, if it doesn't work. If it works, right. stay there, build your life, whatever. But I'll help you. I'll help you get going. And man, I'm so grateful he did. Dude. Right. Otherwise, man, that's I'd be this awesome. miserable, frumpy, not songwriter. You know, I don't think yeah. everybody that sells insurance is miserable. Okay, I'm just saying <laughs> me for you. I'm saying me like, personally. Like, I'm already miserable and frumpy. I'm just saying I'd be one that sells insurance. You know, I mean it's it's a it's a very, I think it's I think it's almost like uncommon to have a dad that's that's like go. You right. know what I mean? Instead of. Hey, right. take over the business or whatever. That's There's sure, man. some yeah, very societal yeah. norms where that that's not like you're gonna do what? When you're did you take feel? your guitar, move to Nashville? Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, all right, man. <laughs> good job. Yeah. Good, See you later. Good. Yeah. yeah. So See you, you in about deal? two weeks, man. So you get a pub deal? Yeah, I moved here, got a pub deal, and like seven months later, but when I say pub deal, it was like I gave them all of my publishing and I got eight hundred dollars a month. I still had to pour concrete here, so like not a pub deal. <laughs> Kind yeah, been yeah. there, done that. So, yeah, yeah, yeah not not a pub deal. Yeah. And then uh, just, like, got a van and, like, started playing these little B clubs and, like, ended up getting a record deal with Renee and, and Joe Galante at Sony. And they were like, this is going to be awesome. And I was like, yay. And then uh, – Were you trying? Were you trying to get a deal or were you just trying to write songs? Like, was a record deal – was that part of the reason you it moved here? It was like I moved here to not – be waiting on concrete at 4 30 in the morning yeah. in wisconsin in december yeah. so yeah. Whatever, whatever that, that. looked like <laughs> yeah I, you know songwriting yes that was like my main i wanted to create songs that like people wanted to record and if i sang them on radio awesome like, somebody else did awesome yeah great yeah. Yeah. so yeah i ended up getting a record deal and like doing the thing for a while lost it got another one Lost it, got another one. Third time's not a charm. Spent 10 years on the road. Realized I hated it. And, uh, yeah, God put me exactly where I should have been. But I, you know, I had to take the long way. Yeah. Yeah. Beautiful. Now it's awesome. I mean, it's, I get to stay home and I write songs and, you know, not have to worry about my public persona. Oh, for sure. You do is, have a... And the uh, travel. Like, the travel was just... It got to the point where I didn't love music anymore because everything that, was like... Had to job, yeah. You know, the, the whole job was like 24 hours a day. And it's like, yeah. you know, all for this one nine o'clock, you know, and you're like, you're yawning. 
when you're going on the stage uh -huh. at nine o'clock at night and yeah. it's like this is not right yeah and even if the crowd is like that if the crowd was right and made it like kind of worth it but eventually it was like this is not like yeah. this isn't cool you know i'm not getting hunt like and i'm not i'm working so hard and not making jack yeah yeah you know so so you like, kind of had gotta, that same moment of standing there at 4 30 in the morning pouring concrete where in your artist career where you're like dude i just want to i just want to write songs yeah, I, I just yeah, I don't I don't like, want to do this anymore. Yeah, and I was like, you know, there were songwriters that was like, okay, I'm an artist and like I can like have one song on the chart a year, and I knew songwriters that had like three or four songs on the chart, and I was like, this is stupid. Yeah, don't tell them that. It's <laughs> <I was> like, <laughs> we yeah, I mean, if you can do it, you know. But I was like, you can right. you can have two or three songs on the chart as a songwriter and like not have to kiss all these rings, sure. you know? Yeah. And, and, and who's not kissing your ring back by yeah, the way you know what i mean <laughs> yeah they definitely don't right uh, my thing with was the time like and, and look I, I had a band i was on the road for 10 years but the i come out of that wrote songs and then went back out with luke you know and it was i called it the big sit because it was like you would sound check at 11 right and then bro nothing until nine o'clock the waiting like and that me. All those concrete rooms are the same. All those cities right. are the same. There's only so many coffee shops you can walk to for you're just like, dude, what am I doing? Right. And with in your case, in the artist, I mean, I was just a guitar text and nobody knew me, which was fine. But like in the artist case, you can't just go run around that town without getting people on you, you know, and and, and having to deal with that. It's it's I'm telling you, man, it takes a special personality person drive to want to do that for it does and they've you've got to be like real okay with letting people in your life like in a personal way social media like i'm just i don't i'm not i can't do that yeah like i don't these kids now with the social media dude it is a full-time job it is a full-time job yeah. you can't Literally. even and get a record deal these days right. unless you have like a presence on it's the first thing i feel like and i don't know i'm not i don't i don't know that world too much but like isn't it the first thing they look at? They're like, oh, we'll give you a deal, but you got to get your numbers up. Your right. socials yeah. have got to be, like your socials have got to be at a point. I will say this, CCW. That's Crispy Cartwheel. You for sure. have, I don't know. There's about crispy. a three. What, Where's what, a Crispy come from? You know, like a good sharp one. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I might have to see it after we get done. <laughs> yeah, we'll do speaking, stretching. speaking of socials, we might have to. You know, have to <laughs> be our first yeah. post. Yeah. Yeah. First person back is CCW the back in, the, in the back parking lot. Uh, I don't know. Or if us all doing a car run and see who's the best. He would probably win. I ain't doing a car run. No, me either. Can I'm, you I do would, a car run? Well, see, I've had a little bit of sciatica. Come on, bro. Okay, all right. Your little frumpy legs, there ain't no car will coming out of that. Look at you on that cast, bro. You need a chiropractor, buddy. I know. I've been doing it. It's a real, it's a yeah, healing. So that's a legit. I have to. Like, it's, it's, it's healing. It's real. It is. I, but going back, there is a, what, a 340, 360 bull that's above your fireplace in your house that. I want to say 375. Oh, it's a giant, dude. It Where'd is huge. It Having is a record deal, perk. Okay. Perk of a record deal. Best best part of a record deal. Best part of a record deal was free <laughs> was free elk hunts. No doubt. <laughs> I've got six. Like I would never would have imagined that I would ever kill elk. Like a moose has always been my dream. Like a, a moose is my dream. But like I got offered free elk hunts and I was like, awesome. Absolutely addictive. Do you have you a wild elk story? Do you have like one that shouldn't have happened that happened? Because I feel like most elk hunts. They're not easy. Yeah, I mean it's a lot like turkey hunting. So you did you did you shoot them with a bow rifle? Did you the rifle the big one I shot with a with a rifle. All the other ones I shot with a bow. God, how is that? I've never done that. I want to do it so bad, dude. It's how awesome. I mean, when they're screaming in your face at twelve yards, it's like there's a lot of emotions. It's like I'm gonna die, and I'm also gonna kill this thing, and like I don't know what's gonna happen right now. Man, that sounds exactly like when my four year old is screaming at me. It's like I don't. It's a lot yeah, of emotions. It is. I don't know if I'm going to die. I don't know if I'm going to kill this thing. Yeah. It's kind of the same. There's a lot of similarities there. It Just is. Everybody yeah. chill out. Everybody, yeah, everybody, it's, it's like, everybody calm down. <laughs> you like elk meat? I do. I love it. Man, I want some. I'm ready for I some. I know we're out, dude. We're out. We just ran out. Yeah. We're out. Does your wife eat deer meat? Uh, yes. And also love the elk meat, but it's it's gone. It's long gone. Your kid, Your kids eat it? Yeah. They've eaten bear, elk, deer. 
I mean, they don't know. They just eat whatever I put right. on the plate. Yeah. Like, throw it in some mac and cheese. Kids just yeah. eat everything, I mean, man. My kids do not eat everything. My my boy does. My little girl's picking. My boy. I mean, you got to check. Like, they will not eat. They would all be dead if I didn't, like, pick plates up and, and walk around after them and, oh, like, okay, put okay. food so in that they would, okay. they, would, they would all die. They're, like, right, they don't know. care. And that's why good you're not enough. hunting as much as you are. They don't care <laughs> what it is I'm putting, like, what it is. Like, I mean, they'll they'll eat fruits and vegetables and, and meat, but it's like they'll they'll die if I don't personally insert it Sorted. yeah <laughs> they'd be dead it's like i don't get it it's like are you how are you not hungry bro? yeah how can you not be hungry ah, bro tell me about it dude yeah. i live i, hungry, like, I just dude. feel like, I'm like right now just ate hungry they're gonna be like 16 and like 14 and whatever and i'm just gonna be like here you go get this some cheese there you go, <laughs> <laughs> there you yeah. go. Put the, eat that. Quit, Quit throwing it on the floor. Quit throwing it on the floor. Yeah, yes. Yeah. My goodness. Oh. Hey, how do you deal with as a rider when you I'm gonna switch gears a little bit. When you when you hit that wall, right? Like we all do as commercial songwriters, how do you push through that, man, I'm tired, I don't feel like doing this today, or what would be considered kind of rider's block? How do you I work? cancel like a lot. <laughs> no. Uh, I'll tell you the the biggest thing that helped me out was not writing Fridays. I have Fridays blocked off till 2027. Okay. Yeah. I mean, Fridays would be like are open for like, you know, Utah. big artist rights, you know, sure. like if yeah, I've so got yeah, Friday yeah. open, yeah. like yeah. I, I can go do that. No, but no. but like, they always cancel anyway, so it's great. Yeah. I mean, but since Mind the uh, inception of my three day weekends, I've not, I haven't had it. Interesting. Because you're not writing constantly. Like yeah, you're not writing I've five got days that. Away. You're not burned out on ideas. You're not. Yeah, I've got that three day window. It, it, it's crazy how like when you're when you're young in this town, you know you're driven, you're hungry, and I guess we still all are a little bit. But like you're trying that five day a week thing. You're writing doubles, dude. I find it now, and, and you're like full of ideas back. You know whatever right. you'll write anything. Mm -hmm. And the the older I've got, and the more I guess mature into my songwriting career that i've gotten Ooh, mature you sure I, about that i've found mature. i've found dude i get more song ideas and kind of the best song ideas when i'm on a tractor yeah or when i'm mowing my yard mm -hmm. or when i'm i'm planting food plots yeah or like when i'm doing something and it, it kind of always efficient like when and it, it kind of always ties to the outdoors a little bit right like yeah when i'm out there in my in the environment that i'm the most comfortable in which is in the woods or on the water, man. Yeah. Um, I'm the same way. It feels like there is a creative thing that happens. Yeah. That just kind of opens up. And I don't know what it is in your brain, but it just kind of like, it opens you up to 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 thinking in a more, I don't know, but but it, but it helps that we write commercial country music too, which, yeah. which are those things are a part of. Correct. And, and, and lyrically, content wise, like that's what we're writing about, man. Yeah. And they always, I was always told, write what you know. And mm -hmm. so if you're not doing that, yeah, you're not inspired to go put it on pen and paper, or I get on a computer now yeah. to a guitar when you're in the writing room. Yeah, no, you're right. I mean, that's where I get all my best ideas is when I'm doing nothing related to music. No doubt, when I'm doing what I love. That's one of the things I love about hunting is that it blocks to me. There, it's always on, right? Like our brains are always as commercial writers, which we are, all three are. It's like. You're constantly on. You're constantly listening to things for song ideas, whether it be your granddad talking or just this dude you met or some inspired music or whatever it is. Or to me, one of the few times that I can like cut it off and just let my brain heal almost right. from the from the barrage of yeah. got pressure of trying to have those ideas and trying to have those song, you know, melodies or whatever it is. It's like hunting chills that out fishing too because i'm so focused on what i'm doing that it's like it, the filters go up and and only the great things come through yeah instead yeah, of I'm, just dude, the, I'm, I'm there does that make sense it's i don't like, know, I don't know. Well. it's like it's just, i don't know it's like you're closer to god or something it's also too and i've said this before but like in a world that things in a are world things are so many <laughs> far far away hunting and fishing and loving every, every day, day. <laughs> But in a in a in a world where things are so manufactured and 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 you got social media that's like just a you know a snapshot of the best days of Pete like like right. it feels like those things hunting fishing loving every day loving every day trademark are are the most pure 
things out there. Yeah. Because like they're well, for unt- us. they're untouched. Yeah. You know, right. like it's it's it is the way it was designed to be and it will always be that way. Right. You know? And to be out there in it is, you know, yeah. You're right. I mean, I I couldn't have said it any better. Everything is there's a lot of fake fakeness going on, you know. Mm. Yeah. It's like you put a Big Mac. Oh, I'd smash a Big Mac right now, by the way. Yeah. Well, you put a Big Mac next to like a grass-fed, delicious steak. It's like one of these is real, hmm. and one of these will still be here in thirty years. It looks exactly the same. Yeah, yeah. I'd no. eat both of them, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'd eat, I, I would eat the steak. You picked the, the, pick sure. the wrong analogy. He really loves. Big I know he does love. Big hey, I got a question. If there is one song that you've been a part of, or even in your artist thing that that you wrote, that best describes your way of life like the way you live the way you want to live if there's one tune that describes that best yeah what is it uh i guess it would be way out here yes i I thought that's what you and half one margarita way out here (laughs) (laughs) yeah i can play it right now dude that's coming around yeah that's coming around which was, <laughs> hey, here's a tip, no. tidbit. Yeah, that's coming around. What's way out here? Hit me a D chord. That's an E, but. That's an E. Did you say E? D. D. <laughs> I got Our it. Our house is protected yeah. by the good Lord and a gun. You might meet them both if you show up here. Not welcome, son. Out here, dude, come dude, on, I listen dude. to it on the way in, bro. Uh, we ain't take some. We don't take that. <laughs> we ain't come on, dude, just give the course for me. We don't even have to keep going. When it comes to wait, brother, we pull our own. So backwards way of living, you're concerned with. You can leave us alone. My favorite line. Cause we're about John Wayne, Johnny Cash, Cash. Six Miner, John Deere. There it is. Come on, one time. Way out here. Dude, how true is that song, though, man? I, I love it. How it's true? Like, so yeah, six, that it's six, six, six. I said Six Miner. You're, Johnny you're, Cash. You and John Deere. I but love dude, it. He's that, like, I'll play that song right now. I'm sorry, dude. <laughs> dude. Bro, this, when I, I told Jordan this on the way in, when I moved to Nashville and living on a houseboat, yeah. this was my ringtone. No doubt. How weird does that make you feel and creepy that I'm sitting beside you? Dude? I mean, that's great, dude. God, I man, love how's it. that one go? How's that one start? You got me. Um, I, I took myself off the hook of having to remember any of my songs. Dude, but there's like so... nails on chalkboard. Yep. Daddy plays kind of music. Come on, dude. If you'd asked me then, I'd have said it was borderline abusive. But I'm getting aware I don't mind them now. Yeah, I'm coming around. So good, bro. <laughs> Come on, So dude. good, man. What? That's I great. That. I love those songs, dude. That's great. Gosh. How's that feel to just know that songwriters love what you do and what you did? Well, I, that feels good, dude. It's it's good to know that somebody did. Did you ever? <laughs> did, did you ever? They still do. What are you talking? <laughs> because still... it felt for a while like nobody did, but it's good to know. It's good to know. I'm gonna put some new music out one day. Oh, baby, come on. We're ready. Yeah, it's gonna be like the, like a EDM kind of like a disco pop oh, thing. Sick. Dude. We're not ready. Yeah, no, it's not gonna be. Did you? Uh, did you ever think it, you would get to this point? Uh, and I know you can't I plan. Know. I know you don't plan for it. Yeah, I don't. I mean, I just figured like I'm just gonna like keep my head down and like do work and like it's gonna happen at some point. So, yeah, you know, doing the transition from the artist to the writer thing like took about two years because you know you got the whole town's like, well, if it's a hit song, how come he don't cut it? You know? <laughs> yeah. That's like yeah. because he's not cutting songs currently anymore, <laughs> 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 right? But uh, yeah, I mean that that took a little while, but it's like just the ability to just write songs and not have to worry about the rest of it, like flip, totally changed the game. That's a game I mean, changer, yeah. Isn't it? yeah. And to yeah. be able to provide for your family and yeah, and stay at home, like be and be home and like be grounded, like it's the whole grounded thing, you know, being able to watch a tomato plant grow and like you Literally know like grounded. see yeah yeah man 
in the earth. Yeah, dude. It's the dream. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. That you didn't even know that you wanted. Yeah. Yeah, that's what's cool about it. You didn't even know you wanted it? It's not Alaska, but it's, uh, it's right. a lot I mean, better. I'm talking about like, yeah, having having a passion to, to, to try to want to move to Alaska, pouring concrete, mm, thinking you're going to do that. I'm sure that was important, that thing you wanted to say. But it's the time of the show oh, okay. for the one, one that got away. <laughs> that's pretty good, dude. Told you. Uh, With that little left hook for you, Jake. Really CCW. Good. So what How this long is, did it take you to write that? Ah, uh, a couple months. Um, <laughs> this is the part where you talk to us about the one that got away. It may be a fish, a song, big deer. Probably not a girl. An elk you shot. Like an elk you shot in the leg. Or you missed when you're not shot in the leg. What is? I don't miss, but no. That's what I'm talking about. Could it be the truck I had to sell because I went to jail? Could have been. No, I've got a better one. Okay, truck Ready. I had to sell. Is... Sorry. Don't you go riding that one, nobody. No, I'll just put your name. All right. Uh, so the one time idea. I, uh, where was I? I was in Wisconsin, Hayward, maybe. Tom Hawk. Can't believe it's a place. No, no, this is I just can't believe it's a place. Uh, so I shot an 11 point with a 23 inch inside spread, like it was giant, Holy. and uh, somebody stole it. No way. Yeah. Wait. Wait. Dude, like you stole can't it. Just oh. tell that. What? Yeah. How? I, how does somebody steal a? I gutted it and like walked back to my truck to go get my brother in law and like the other dude. I forget who was there. I was like, we're come and help me grab this and then went back and it was gone <laughs> no way yeah you've never seen and it the, again and the gut pile was still there so i know that the deer didn't get up put his guts back in sew himself up and run away <laughs> no for a fact didn't I, happen. I, I that almost has never can, happened in the history i of the can world. almost guarantee you that didn't happen yeah. i can guarantee there's a chance. You. Yeah. i mean there's a chance so yeah somebody took it so you, you know you have no you've never seen it again no no mm -hmm. pictures? Mm -mm. And the one Dude, you need to brow come time clean. Whoever did that a no, 90 degree angle. The brow time came at a yeah. It was awesome. 23 inch inside. So mm -hmm. wait, were you near a road or were you near a thing? Yeah, it was public this... land. It was I mean, public. It's public land. Somebody just walked up on that hoe. Bro, that's a good one that got away. It was that... public? Mm-hmm. Oh, man. That's oh. heartbreaking. Yeah. You need to come clean, bro. You need Let's to be... find... CCW's deer, dude. No doubt. It's out Christy there still. Cartwheel's deer it's is hanging on somebody's on wall, wall yeah, no doubt. right now, and we need to find <laughs> it. Dude, get Crispy's deer back. This de so where was this deer shot? Uh, in the lungs. <laughs> Good shot. Exactly where you're supposed to. I, we're gonna I'm, have a double, I'm a double lung guy. I'm saying literally on the earth, where was it shot? We gotta, we gotta, if we have a listener in like... Wisconsin. Sorry to do it. Don't do it. Gosh, gosh, Wisconsin. Gosh, gosh, Wisconsin. Gosh, Wisconsin. Yeah, I'm just saying. Wearing some overalls. Hey, learned a new word today. Uh, it was in Tomahawk, Wisconsin. So if you're listening, you're close From to Tomahawk, Tomahawk, Wisconsin. Go find Christmas Day. you see a 90 you degree into your uncle's, time, You walk into your uncle's 11, barn. That's right. Yeah. yeah. And there's a skull mount. And he tells you the story about how he killed this buck. Yeah, it's mine. You're gonna get like all kinds of deer with 90 degree brow time mailed to you. <laughs> There's gonna be us. I'm like fine a, with that. Just deer stolen. I'm all fine with that. Right if now. you have a picture of that, send it to us <laughs> at Jordan's ha email. Hashtag Get Crispy Cartwheels Deer Back. <laughs> let's do it. Let's make it. Let's trim. I'm sorry it. I called you that. I just think it's amazing. That's a good one, dude. That's a good. I just think it's amazing that he was a gymnast. I just would not. I mean, that's like me saying I was a uh, gymnast. Blew my mind today. Uh, swimmer. You know what I mean? I don't look like a swimmer. I, and I knew I you mean, were out. I, like I knew you had a passion for the outdoors, but I didn't know how much, dude. I didn't know that that you were we were thinking about moving to Alaska and doing that thing. That's that's yeah. cool. That's that's really cool. I bought a wall tent one time when I was nineteen and a wood burner because I was just like gonna just go move out into the woods somewhere. I didn't know where, but I was like, screw it. Got my wall tent. I got my I got my wood burner. <laughs> you ready? To I'm, I'm out of here. <laughs> Um, like, just the dumb I still stuff feel you do. Like, as I a still kid. feel. Yeah, like I can. I can take them. I can take a couple weeks of that a year. Every right? now and then, yeah. when I'm, I had when... to sell the wall tent, but I still got the wood burner. You sold a lot of things. You bought. I sold two things in this interview. Okay, well, one to go to one because you went to jail. <laughs> Maybe it seemed like more than one. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> dude, you got top five, right? You got top five right now with Dustin Lynch. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Number the going for number ten. Stars bro. like confetti. Ah, uh. star like confetti. Ah. Uh. Wait, what happened? Oh, there's an ah at the end of it. Mm-hmm. Sorry, dude. I don't like listen to radio. Uh, that's okay. What else you got going? You gonna put out some music, huh? 
eventually i mean i'm gonna have to like decide what it is i'm cutting and then like go to town and like record it and then like put my voice on it and then we should probably finish some of those songs we've written if you know i mean we we probably should finish there are something. two that are good yeah those two are good hey man thanks for coming hanging out with us yeah man i yeah, appreciate I'm it sad it's over i, I, too. We can sit I here hope for another hour if you i like. hope this is great success oh it this will thing. thanks Dude, it's CW. because of people like you that it will be yeah thanks man you doing Josh Thompson, everybody. Hey. Thanks for watching and listening. And we'll uh, we'll have another full one for you soon. That was a little clunky, but we'll have another four one you tit soon. Gosh, gosh, we got We're out. Outdoor adventures won't wait for engine problems. Things like hard starts, rough performance, and lost fuel economy are often caused by fuel gum and varnish buildup. Seafoam can help your engine run better and last longer. Yeah, and it's easy to use, too. You just simply pour a can in your gas tank. Hunters and fishermen rely on Seafoam to keep their engines running the way it should all season long. So pick up a can of Seafoam today at your local auto parts store or visit SeafoamWorks.com to learn more. Market House has the cleanest, leanest, juiciest meat and seafood shipped to your home overnight. Expect the service of a local butcher and the convenience of a large supplier. Unlike many online butchers, you can grab just one meal's worth or lock in for a subscription box. Choose from grass-fed and grass-finished beef, American Wagyu, free-range poultry, grass-fed lamb, wild-caught king crab, seafood, and more. For 15% off your first order, use code COUNTRY at checkout. Just visit markethouse.com. That's M-A-R-K-E-T-H-O-U-S-E dot com. And use the code COUNTRY.